Hi there, and welcome to the ATS podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Salisbury, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Uh, today we are on episode 56, and the topic for today is the role of nutrition in achieving fitness goals. Right, I'm going to, sp- a hot take here, uh-huh. it's probably about 40% of it. Another 40% is probably sleep. And then you're training. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Where are we going?" With <laughs> there this? may be a bit. There may be a bit skewed, but like, I was like, "Yeah, this I is think... interesting percentages." <laughs> I think people really underestimate from a achieving fitness goals nutrition. But like, even if your goal has nothing to do with like like body change or anything, like, mm. oh, that's a good point. Actually, we're taking. Like, I, I think everyone's assuming we're going at this from like a. Um, like body composition improvement yeah. angle. Yeah. Let, let's we talk about that a lot, I suppose. So let's not. It it's equally as important, if not, if you're coming at it from a fitness goal of increasing performance. Mm-hmm. I would argue it's more important because, oh, like, at much. the end of the day, if you're just like, I just want to lose some body weight, then your nutrition goal is to eat less. Yeah. Then it's like simple as it were whereas if you're like i want to put on a kilo of muscle mass you're like well <laughs> correct okay, but also then. yeah and similarly for a performance aspect if you're getting like don't be putting regular cramping and training down to a lack of or like a lack of hydration when your dinner the night before was a pizza like yeah there's no fucking potato there's plenty of sodium to be fair but there, yeah. there's ever any other essential minerals in the domino's large pepperoni like <laughs> And just your food quality is like crap. Like I hate when people are like, oh, "Not all calories are created equal." It's like they are. I get uh, yeah, what you're yeah. trying to say, but you're wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's there's always there's always a knobhead <laughs> professor in a in a university that will lose a whole heap of weight eating nothing but pizza yeah. and a multivitamin to prove this exact point. It usually happens yeah. like once every five years. Somebody's done it with pizza. Yeah. Somebody's done it. With I think Twinkies. someone did it last year. Yeah, someone's yeah. done it with Twinkies. Someone's done it with um. That, um, he wasn't, uh, yeah, I was going to say he wasn't a professor, but that fucking Seat Fitness guy yeah. did a thing where he ate a Big Mac every single day for like yeah. 30 odd days and still lost weight and improved bloods and stuff. Um, But yeah, so I would say it's like actually almost more important if you have like a fitness goal that is performance related um, and hydration comes into that. It's like how much water you're drinking, but also just your overall food intake and quality of said food intake very much so i think another angle um, to take on this might be in the case of uh, let's use we'll just flip it on its head and say that someone who has uh, there's quite a common um thing that gets talked about or is talking about now in socials is the kind of like binge starve cycle or binge purge cycle uh, not specific to eating disorders or again it's not a like a bulimic purge it's more just like a like a binge starve kind of cycle in people that are not in a healthy kind of place with food where they go through these periods of vast over restriction typically with a fad diet Mm -hmm. like when i don't know when you eat only fucking lemons dipped in cinnamon or whatever the fuck the latest thing is and nothing else and then unsurprisingly are so fucking hungry because you're effectively starving to death uh, 
that you eventually cave because everyone caves. It depends on how long it takes, but everyone breaks. Yeah. And then you eat a bunch of shite, and then you feel bad one because you've broken the diet and you feel like a failure, and two you feel double bad because you ate a bunch of shit. And yeah. it makes you feel great for like an hour, and then afterwards or the next day you feel minging. Um, yeah. And the cycle repeats itself because then you're like, oh, I'm such a fat mess, blah 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 blah. Like I'm so bad, blah blah. I have to get on this fucking diet. And then I don't know, you go to fucking limes dipped in fucking cayenne pepper. I don't know, like wherever the next thing is. I don't know why everything yeah. involves dipping citrus C- fruit citrus in and spice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I was like, the citrus, fucking cayenne and lime. You put that on a taco, we're talking. Um, yeah, I do the taco diet. That that would be I could get behind that. Is that. A, that's a tier one diet. That is a tier one diet I could get behind. <laughs> but um, if you're in that, it might actually be the case of, especially if you are combined with being sedentary and not having partaken in exercise, having your maintenance calories may end up being more food than you've ever eaten regularly. Like, you have your cycle, your like your part of your cycle where you eat loads, but that typically doesn't last very long. But like the actual regular intake of steady meals per day with protein sources, vegetables, starchy carbs, healthy fats, especially given the increased food volume that those foods will likely provide for a set amount of calories, is probably going to feel like you are eating so much food. <laughs> yeah. Like. Again, like the size of chicken salads that you can put together when you need to achieve a certain amount of caloric intake for one meal is substantial. Like, it's a large amount of food. Yeah. And yeah, that could be something you have to take into consideration because if you're training and still attempting to eat very minimally, circling back to the actual thing about nutrition in fitness goals, you may not see, like, if you're like, oh, I'm lifting weights, but, like, my body shape really isn't changing very much. Like, I don't seem to be putting on much muscle. Especially if you're new and you're at a point where you will put on quite a lot of muscle quite easily. It's likely because you're probably under-eating on protein or just total in general. All of it, yeah. Yeah, you're just not eating enough. And if you're, like, if you want another kind of, yeah, con- like, confirmation type thing for if this might be you is if you've come from a background or like a recent food history of not eating very much or eating loads and then going on some kind of like over restrictive diet plan yeah that can uh, that can very much affect it so yeah the role of nutrition and fitness goals is is pretty big yeah there's a reason pretty much every pro athlete has a nutritionist dietitian yeah the um, hydration also important, but depending on if you're actually talking about performance, important. If you're just talking about health, much less important. Yeah. Just cause when you're getting and into like optimal timings and mineral amounts and any yeah. kind of like electrolytes and all this stuff, it can get nitty gritty quite quickly. But if you're just like, I don't want to be dehydrated, that's super easy. Just drink some. Yeah. If your pee is brown, definitely drink a bit more. Pretty much every fluid counts. Yep. Alcohol doesn't. No. That's net dehydrating, sadly. Yeah. All the rest count. Um, just trying to think. So yeah, role of nutrition, highly important. Make sure and eat a varied diet. How you go about that is, again, very specific and up to you. 
Uh, I know a couple of people who are currently doing stuff like tracking how many plants they eat in a week and aiming to eat 30 plants in a week Damn. as part nice. of like a combined diet. But things like spices, coffees, teas, like all those count. Doesn't have to just be like a raw vegetable. It can just be anything. And they're just kind of like looking to collect as many plants as they can in a week and seeing like how many they can go. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like a decent idea. Yeah. Like, it's like Pokemon. Things, yeah, yeah, like Pokemon keeps things keeps things varied. Like keeps trying new stuff. Again, if you're an eclectic shopper like myself, I typically, if I'm in the supermarket buying stuff, will buy what I'm planning to eat for the week. But then I will also see if I can find one thing I've either never seen before or never tried before and try that. Whether it's like, it's almost always going to be in the foreign food section. Just something wild. Yeah, just buy something that I'm like, mm, what is this? I'm going to try it. And sometimes it sucks. And you're like, well. There's a I'm, reason I haven't eaten this. I'm going to chuck this out. Well, the main reason is it's not even written in English. So I'm like, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> but I'm buying it anyway. Because we're going we're gonna to feed the impulse goblin. However, sometimes you're like, oh, that's kind of slapped. Like had never had never actually used oyster sauce in anything until I bought it in a shop once, and I was like, "How do you make oysters a sauce?" I don't think I've yeah. I don't think I have. Pretty dope. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, role of nutrition in achieving fitness goals very important. Should be something you consider. Um, if you are very new, don't sweat it. Just get yourself exercising consistently first, then start to worry about nutrition. And even then, don't worry about it. Just, you know, turn your gaze and attention to it and see what you can work out. Yep. It's completely... I would encourage, and we do this inside our own gym, where if people are brand new, never exercised in their life, we just get them exercising first. Like, it's much better to just build the consistency of a small habit than it is to try and take on too much and let it all fall. Yeah. All right. And... Yep. 